Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and I just completed a huge upgrade in my personal journey, in my energetic body, which I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about today when I talk about the energetic body, when I talk about a personal journey. But I do want to say it has been an amazing time. <laughs> it's been a painful time. It's been a beautiful time. It's been an uncomfortable time. It's been a grateful time. It's been a challenging time. And you're going to hear me use the word challenging a lot today. And now that I'm emerging from this energy shift, I'm rising again, like the phoenix from the ashes, into a new perspective of life and the world. And you'll hear me say, I'm rising, I've reached a new plateau on the mountain of life. And of course, I'm here to pass on what I learn. You see, brothers, we are not here for ourselves. We don't exist for ourselves. Life is here for us, for the self. That is the gift we receive. We receive life. And since life is giving to us in each and every moment, the flow, the return, the abundance of giving and receiving requires that we serve others. Life serves us so that we can serve others. That is a part of the great mystery. Because so often we tend to think that it's all about us. Like, what's in it for us? What's in it for me, right? What's in it for me? Now, I don't want to get ahead of myself because some of what I'm offering you now will appear on the podcast next week. Today, I want to give you another episode of the Of Life series. You guys may remember the puzzle of life. You remember that was the first one, I think, the puzzle of life, but there's also been the movie of life, the game of life, the dream of life, and so on. And I think I've done about five or six of these analogy podcasts that are aimed at teaching you about the mystery of life. But brothers, I can only really deliver these in analogy because the mystery will never be uncovered. That is what makes it a mystery. Mysteries don't get solved, brothers. That is what makes the mysteries. Puzzles can be solved, Questions can be answered and doors can be opened, but mysteries always remain mysteries. So today I'm going to offer a new analogy. I call the mountain of life. This has to do with the journey, the alpha path, the spiritual nature of the human experience. And this can be like a meditation for you if you choose it to be. You can enter into this analogy like a meditation. So in your own time and your own way, in your own rhythm, get yourself comfortable and into a comfortable position. Close your eyes if you choose, if you choose to meditate and smile. And let's begin the analogy or the meditation. Let's begin the podcast. I want you to imagine that you're sitting on the earth, on the ground with a pyramid over you, but not an actual pyramid, a pyramid of light, like the apex of this pyramid. The peak of this pyramid is just above the top of your head, and we call this the crown. The top of your head is the crown, and at the very peak there, just above your head, there's a crystal or a jewel there sitting just outside your crown, a part of you and outside your head. And then I want you to feel the base of this pyramid and the base of your body, the bottom of your feet, and the weight of your body is like a mountain, and the pyramid becomes a mountain because that's what it really is, this pyramid. This is the mountain, and you are the mountain. And when we look at the mountain, we see there's a pathway. 
up the mountain. There's a pathway leading from the base of the mountain, a spiral pathway, to the summit, to the top, to the apex, to this jewel, to this crystal. So you're both at the base of the mountain and you're also at the summit of the mountain because the mountain is you and you are it. Now I want you to step outside the mountain. The mountain is there, but you are it and observe the mountain. See it from an observer's perspective. And when you look at the base, you see that the base of this mountain is green. It's green, it's abundant, it's moist. There's moisture there. It's full of life. There's animals and creatures and forests and rivers and birds in the forests and there's jungles and it's just beautiful and you can hear them and you can smell them all and all your five senses are active. And there are even cities scattered around the base of the mountain full of all kinds of life. There's human life. There's animal life. There's plant life. All the wealth and richness of life is at the base of this mountain, at the base of your being. And then you begin to track a little bit with your imagination moving up the mountain. And as you move up a little bit, then the climate shifts. The animals change. There are fewer of them. There are different kinds of animals, different birds, more adapted to the higher environments and the colder climates. The cities disappear. It's quieter the higher you go. The rivers turn into streams and springs. Eventually, you come to the tree line. And the tree line ends. And above the tree line of rocks with mosses and lichens upon them, it's, they're steep, they're jagged. The path up here gets harder to find. They dwindle into the wilderness. And eventually, as you keep going up, you come to the snow. You come to ice. You come to a world of purity. The air is thin, the air is dry, and your thoughts begin to widen out at this high altitude. And it's important to realize that there are many stages in this journey. This is the mountain of life. There are many challenges that lie ahead on this mountain as you go up. And you are somewhere on this mountain, brother. You're somewhere on this mountain of life. And sometimes you go up and you explore. And then sometimes... You come back down. You come back to safety and comfort and cities and surroundings. And maybe you even fall sometimes. Maybe sometimes you fall a little bit and you tumble down the mountain. But you get up. You get back up again. And your whole attention is fixed on the peak, on the summit, on that crystal, that jewel at the apex, at the top of the mountain. And this is your life's work here on this mountain. This is your purpose. This is your challenge existing as a spiritual being in human form. And sometimes you, being human, forget about it. Sometimes you forget about that crystal peak and you come back down to the base of the mountain because you want to swim in the oceans or you want to visit the cities or you want to just take a break from this whole climbing business. And you distract yourself away from the mountain through your senses, through pain and pleasure, through avoiding and resisting through buffering and blaming in the beta condition. But always, and eventually, your pain calls you back to the mountain. We always keep coming back, don't we, brothers? We always keep coming back. We always keep contemplating this peak, this crystal, this summit. We want to know what's there. What is this inner drive that says, there's more to the world than what comes through the senses. There's more to the world than what I can see or touch. And the more we experience this essence, the more we experience these vibrations, this energy of life, the higher we climb. 
the mountain is the mountain of your attention. It's the mountain of your mindfulness. It's the mountain of awareness, if you remember from part one of Love and Freedom. And we began this journey eons ago. Or maybe not. Maybe some of us are new to the mountain. And maybe some of us are so obsessed with it that we know nothing else. This is the spiritually minded of us. This is myself and the men in the academy. We are only interested in the mountain. We know its roads, the roads of pain, the roads of suffering, the roads of trials and tribulations, challenges and obstacles, roads of fear, of anger, of betrayal, regret, self-judgment, guilt, shame, all of these various paths we have to travel on our human journey. All these vibrations we are here to experience. And every time we come back to the mountain, we come to a different set of pathways. And all these pathways are challenging in one way or another. And we welcome the challenges and we allow the vibrations and we continue moving up the mountain towards the crystal at the summit. However, it's not all pain and suffering on the mountain. Like those who remain at the base choose to believe. These pathways we discover on the mountain also offer us deep fulfillment and delight. This is where we meet each other, brothers. This is where we meet other travelers on these pathways on the mountain. We make our closest friends on the mountain. Back down in the cities and on the plains, that's where we find our associates. That's where we find our acquaintances, even our allies. But only our truest friends, our deepest connections, we meet on the mountain because there we can empathize with each other, with our humanity, with our struggles, with our suffering, with our plight, with our joys, with our quest. We're all on this quest together, brothers, alone and together. This is a paradox of the journey that is explained in this analogy. You walk the path alone, yet we walk it together you must do the work to get up the mountain. No one will carry you up. And at the same time, we are all together, alone, walking up the mountain. And what is this force that keeps driving us upwards? Upwards and inwards. Upwards is inwards, because up is in. Brothers, what is this force? The force is our suffering. We should never wish for our suffering to be gone. It's a very human thing. It is the contrast of duality we get to experience as a human being. If all suffering were gone, we couldn't progress because our suffering alone is what supplies us with the thrust and the will to make it to the top of the mountain. So it's important to remember that suffering is grace. And I just want to repeat that. I want you to let that sentence resonate inside your heart, inside the energy of your being. Suffering is grace. We are each here to embrace this great challenge, the challenge of our higher purpose. We're here to transform lower frequency shadows into higher frequency gifts. Shadows into gifts. Challenges into gifts. And life after life, we refine our skills at climbing. Life after life, we get closer and closer to the summit. Brothers, one of the greatest shifts occurs inside us when we realize that the journey is as important as the destination. This is a great revelation. All of our falls, all of our failures, all of our experiences, our adventures are so rich, so beautiful, and full of vibration. They're so full of energy. 
And at that point, we learn not to beat ourselves up for not having attained the summit. And sometimes we come across someone who's made it all the way to the summit, all the way to the top, and has touched the crystal. And they've come back down, and we can see the glow around them and within them. We can see that their work in the world is really completing. It's finishing, you know what I mean? That they're preparing to leave this physical plane and start the cycle all over again in the astral realm. And it makes us yearn for that, to reach that summit. And sometimes we follow them around, asking how they did it. And they really can't do it for us. They can't walk to the top of the mountain for us. You must walk to the top of the mountain. No one can walk your path for you. Life is for you. Live your life for you. All these travelers coming down from the summit can do is point upwards and offer us encouragement. Keep going, keep going. You can do it. You can get there. That's what they say. And even if we stay with these wonderful people, soon we'll have to head off again. Soon we'll have to go back up the mountain alone, onto the mountain, attempting to reach the summit. So let's take great encouragement that even though we're alone, we're not really alone. All those who've gone before us are rooting for us. They're here with us right now, brother. They're all with us, the ascended ones, the great teachers and sages and masters, all the angels and higher beings, all the immortals, the Christ, the Buddha, the Krishna. They're all there guiding our every step. And they know what it costs us. They know what we're going through. They know because they were there. So feel their strength pouring into you. And remember, we also have each other. You have me and I have you, our fellow travelers. So take great faith from that. Feel that. Enjoy the warmth of knowing all your brothers, all of your sisters are also on the mountain. And now every now and then, I also want to offer that you take a rest, take a break, pause on the mountainside of your life. Pause and take in the beauty. Take in the views. The pause allows for vibrational processing. It's emotional ownership, brothers. And the truth is, why the rush? Right? Why the rush? Stop for some food, for some drink, for some rest. One of the paradoxes of the mountain of life is that the slower we go, the quicker we ascend. So give yourself a pause. Stop and take a breath. Remember, you are this mountain, just as it is an analogy for the challenge of life. So if you're meditating right now, I want you to come right down to the base of your spine. Take your consciousness to the very base of your spine. In between your genitals and your anus, there's a little point, right? It's called the perineum. The Chinese call it the hui yin. In Sanskrit, in India, it's called the muladhara chakra, the root chakra. The union of the yin, where all the female forces of the earth are gathered. A great confluence of powerful feminine energy in the body. Brothers, the earth, creation, existence as duality with consciousness, this is feminine expression of energy. Mother earth. This is the base, the root. And you can feel the connection at this point. Maybe there's a little pulsing in that point, the perineum. And maybe this pulsing is going to the ball of your foot. 
Uh, the Chinese call this the bubbling spring, right? You'd have the ball of your foot in the front. You know, there's the front of your foot. They're called the ball of the foot. And in the hollow, if you scrunch your toes up, there's a little hollow you create right in the middle of your foot where your thumb can fit in there very easily, right? It's, it's called the bubbling spring, the yongtran. Feel the connection between the bubbling spring with the ball of your feet and the perineum. These are the earth points that connect us deep down to the core of the earth. And right in the core of the earth, there's a crystal. And this crystal is connected to the crystal above your head. And feel that connection. Now, this point on the very top of your head, the Chinese call it the Bai Hui, the hundred convergences. And in Sanskrit also, it's called the Sarasara chakra, the crown chakra. This is the point of all the yang energy, all the masculine energy. Masculine energy is consciousness. It's the mind. It's the other side of the duality. The feminine is existence. The masculine is consciousness. The feminine is creation. The masculine is mind. And right in the middle, right in the middle of these two, where the upper and the lower chakras meet, that's the heart. The anahata chakra. So we can feel the base of the foot, the base of the spine, the yin points, and then we can feel the yang point at the top of the head and the crystal there at the summit of the mountain. And we can feel that crystal at the core of the earth. Feel those areas and how they're connected, brother. Those are the connections that are connecting you to all of creation, all of existence. Feel that opening in those areas, points of convergence, and then feel the spine itself between these points. You feel the connecting and the anchoring of the spine to the core of the earth. And extend your spine all the way up to the heavens. Make a connection to the star, the sun, the source of our masculine energy. There's a crystal there too. Feel that line of strength between the center of the feminine earth and the center of the masculine sun. And then bring all your awareness back to your spine. And these points along the journey up the spine, every link in your spine contains a story, a challenge. This is the pathway, the spiraling pathway from the base of the mountain to the summit of the mountain. This is your spine. And this journey, this wonderful pilgrim's journey up the mountain is inside us. It's inside you. Remember, upward is inward. We have to unlock every single one of these stories on the way to the summit. So we are, each one of us, the wanderer, the eternal hermit, the pilgrim. And I invite you to feel the quality of your own story and feel how many other stories you've had before this story, before this life. You've had countless stories, brother, with similar characters, different settings, different cultures, different trades maybe, but similar characters, similar stories woven together. Think of the people in your life, the people you know, the people you love. There's something familiar about them, right? Sometimes we go to a place and there's something familiar about that place or that person we meet there. Now, this is true for me. I've been to over, at this point, over 60 countries in, in the world. It's many, many places on the planet. And there are places that are familiar to me. I've never been there before, but they feel familiar. Have you ever asked, why do I feel so much love for this person immediately? Like I just know them. I've just met them and I feel like I've known them my whole life. And by contrast, 
Have you ever asked yourself why you feel so afraid of someone, so cautious about some other person? Immediately, they've done nothing wrong. They've done nothing to harm you, but you're just cautious. These karmic connections that we have throughout our eons of lifetimes, they're the stories that we're living over and over. And then the world itself has its own story, doesn't it? You guys know this. All the coming and going of empires and cultures, of governments and religions and economies. How many different types of governments have come into being and fallen? We don't see many monarchies anymore, do we? How many religions? There's so many religions that were once were and are no longer. And how many religions exist now that will no longer be in the next hundred years? And what about economies? How many economies have existed that have fallen? And we've grown into a contrast of capitalism and communism. And these economies will fall as well and make way to new economies, to new evolved ways of existing. The fading out of and growing up of different storylines, this is the story of the world. It happens through suffering and through jubilation and always suffering at the core because it must progress us forward. But what is the contrast of that? There's always also to counteract that suffering, love. So much love. So, so, so much love, brothers. There's so, so much love in the world. There's so much joy in this great theater, in this great hologram of existence. There's so much for us to love and be joyful and grateful for. So breathe into your story. Breathe into this story. You're in this life, this here and now. And feel now, brother, feel Feel the vibration. Feel the experience of the moment. What is the biggest challenge now for you in your life? Feel into that challenge. Spend some time with that challenge. This is emotional ownership. This is emotional processing. This is allowing emotions. This is processing feelings. Find the location of this challenge. Find the location of this vibration, this energy in your spine, in your body. Where is it? And trust your intuition to guide you there to that place. And then when you find it, smile into it. Soften into it. Don't wish it was gone. Don't resist it. Don't avoid it. Wish the tension the best. Give it your love. And breathe into it. And trust in it. Because this is holy ground. This place, this challenge, this vibration... It's placed there on purpose for you by God. It's the next rung on your ladder. It's the next step you take towards the summit of the mountain. And you can use it to take you up higher. You can embrace the lesson of this challenge. And brother, only your heart can unlock the lesson. So we have to let the pain in. We have to open to it and allow it. Process the vibration. Allow the feeling. It doesn't matter what we feel. It doesn't matter what the vibration is. It can be anxiety or fear or rage or disappointment or worry or guilt or shame or doubt. It does not matter. Whatever the challenge, whatever the nature of your challenge, just feel how human it is. Feel how perfect it is. How perfect this vibration is. Not that you're reacting to it. Don't react to it. Don't avoid it or resist it. Just feel it. Feel it and allow it to be there. 
because it's perfect. It's human and perfect for you. It's your gift. And actually, you've known it so many times before, so many times. And yet the magical thing is that you've never gotten past this place. You've never gotten past this point on the mountain. Not yet. Because, brother, this is your edge. This is your next level of growth. You've never got past this place. And I want you to feel how exciting that is. Feel the excitement of that because it's now. It's happening now in your life. You can get past this place, this obstacle, this rock, this boulder blocking your path, this challenge. You can only get through it by going into it with your eyes and your heart open and trusting in what your intuition tells you. And trust in the guidance of the elders within you. And listen to their message and they will tell you how they got past this same place of challenge. Because it's within you. That's all I do, brothers. That's all I do. For you and the students in the academy, I hope you listen to yourself. I hope you listen to yourself. You know. You know. You have the answers within you. You have everything within you. Contemplate this. Spend some time with these elders, these beings within you and all around you, and listen to their message. Now, look at your challenge. Look at this place, this place you're at on the mountain, with the eyes of someone who has already made it to the summit. So it's you. You've made it. You've made it to the summit. All the challenges have been surmounted. And you look back at you <laughs> struggling with this particular challenge at this particular point in the mountain. And you see the compassion in the eyes of this person inside you who's already surmounted these challenges. You look at yourself with compassion. See it. See yourself with compassion. See your future self, your future self looking at you in the now, with compassion, because it's something that seems so large to the you now, but not to this other you of the future. To this other you of the future that's made it to the summit, it seems like nothing. It's a been there, done that scenario. It seems like a tiny little thing, a little speck of dust. This, this great thing, this great challenge that you suffer from in the now and feel so stuck around in the now, your future self that has surpassed this point on the mountain that's reached the summit looks back on you with compassion and knows that this is actually a tiny little thing in the great scheme of things. It seems like something that's insurmountable, like an insurmountable ocean. But the you that's reached the summit and it's looking back on you with compassion knows that it's really just a small puddle to gently step over. It's not nearly such a big deal as your mind is making it out to be as all of our minds do. Our minds make mountains out of molehills, brother. It's much easier than we think. It's much more simple than we think. It's just to feel. Feel the energy. Everything is energy. Feel the energy within you and around you. So this is what we have to embrace as our challenge to see our challenge with new eyes, with a new mind, with our heart, with our alpha state, with the eyes and the heart of love that makes all challenges shrink 
and dissolve. And we do this every day as often as we can remember to allow this experience to be, to allow this vibration to be experienced. And it will ensure that we finally will get past this place. We'll get through this challenge, this point on the mountain. We will transform it. And you'll find yourself on a new plateau with a new view from the mountain, a new perspective of life. As I told you at the beginning of this podcast, that's what I've just gone through. That's what I just went through. It's taken 12 weeks of feeling, 12 weeks of vibrational anguish. And now I've come through. I've had a breakthrough. I'm at a new place on the mountain and I can see a new view. I have a completely new perspective of life. And remember, once we've passed this current initiation, now that I've passed it, and once you get past yours, this challenge, whatever it is, and wherever you pass it, there will always be another and another and another all the way to the top all the way to the summit, all the way to the center of yourself, because upward is inward. So we smile, we stop, we pause, we have a cup of tea, as the Buddha says. We look around, we smell the roses, we breathe, we enjoy some time with a friend, because you are on the pathway of challenge. And I know this because you are here with me, listening to this podcast. You are alone, but we are together. I am alone, but we are together. And you will always be on this pathway until the day you reach the summit for good. So we each have to learn to love the challenges that life delivers to us, to learn to trust in each one of these challenges, to trust in each one of these vibrations, because the symbol of your life's work in this analogy is the winding path itself. Your life's work is the path. It's the path from the base to the summit. And the symbol of your evolution is the footwear. It's the sandals, the shoes worn by the pilgrim, the wanderer the traveler, because the sandals are light. They offer just enough protection for your feet from the earth. And the sandals represent your perseverance as you tread the mountain paths up and down, over and around and through. So in time, your sandals become worn, worn down, tattered, but still they give your feet the protection they need to keep going up. That's your evolution. And the sandals are also a symbol of humility. They're a symbol of lightness and of surrender, of surrendering one's ego and embracing the challenges that come with gladness in your heart because the challenge is the gift of growth. It is the gift of evolution. Now, brothers, I will close with this. First, take a deep breath. Oh, take a deep breath, right? Feel that. Feel. Pause now with me and feel your energy. And as you go out into your life for this next week or this next month, remember your feet. Remember your pilgrim feet. Remember your evolution as you tread your path. Remember to give these feet love. Touch the gentle earth and pause to feel as often as you go about your busy life. Sit down and rub your feet or rub someone else's feet. Be in an act of service. And prove to yourself the power of pausing to feel and experience the vibration of feeling. 
pausing, allowing the feeling is the greatest spiritual discipline. If you can't give time to contemplation, if you can't give time to pausing, to emotional ownership, how can you hope to find peace in this world or in the next? And the greatest enemy of the now, of the pause, is postponement. So watch yourself very closely. Watch yourself for this habit. I'll do it later. I'll feel later, we say. In a minute, when I finish this task or this job or this thing. No, no, brother. Pause and feel in the middle of the task. And the task will suddenly move more smoothly. Imbued with the spirit of the now. Because you can only pause now. You can only feel now. Not in the future. There is no feeling in the future. There's only mind in the future. Look around you in the world and see all the people not pausing. All the people just going about their zombie lives in their busyness. Busy, busy, busy. In their minds. Never really experiencing life in the moment. And let their busyness be your reminder. And maybe... As you remember, you can invite another being into your pause, into your moment, into the moment with you. Of course, they may not choose to come, <laughs> but invite them anyway. And set yourself this challenge. How many pauses, how many moments can you fit into a single day? How many times can you stop and experience the energy, the vibration that is in your being? This is a great challenge. This is an alpha challenge. And welcome yourself here on this deep dive, on this sacred spiritual quest. The analogy is complete. The mountain of life. Brothers, we've been up the mountain. We've been up the mountain alone and together. And we've seen the mountain and the pathway to the summit. And we've embraced all the challenges as great gifts. And we've met the elders who live inside us in our body, and we bring a message from them to bring into our lives, which is enjoy this moment. This is given to you, and you've given to yourself. Return to it here and now as often as you wish, and take both of your hands right now and place them over your heart and smile and feel and feel a deep, fulfilling smile and let that smile slowly fill your entire body. The whole of the mountain, your smile fills the whole of the mountain that is you. And accept, radically accept, fully and lovingly where you are in the now, here and now. Accept yourself absolutely, compassionately, and unconditionally. And when you're ready, come back and enjoy the challenges that life is bringing you. Because this is your union with the divine self. This is your union with the alpha state. With all my love and guidance. Elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleashed.